0: Well, there it is. Welcome in. Glad you guys are here. GPS to God. Make sure you go check out the website, gps2god gpstogod.com. You can email us, mailroom at com. You know all that stuff already. We're not going to waste a lot of time because we have a lot of good stuff to get to. Let's go around the table here. Miss Sandra Dean, Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Dana Morrow, and Miss Ann Barkley. So glad all of you are here. Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you. Glad
0: to be here. We're a little shuffled up here today, Stefano. We are. This is the first time I've never not sat in that seat right there. Oh. Special
1: seat. Changing it up a little
0: bit, (laughs) at least for this episode. Yes, I saw Ryan today. Okay. Just a little while ago. Yeah. How's it going? He was good. He did not have the baby with him. Okay. So, I want
1: to hold that sweet baby. I have really beat really you do. to it. Oh, <laughs> oh Take oh, that, man. Sandra. Right. I that's a, are that's they
0: coming a, to church. No. Uh, Sunday. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I think they are. Well, they may be. You know, you may know more than uh, I do. Lori brought them
2: food last night, and I think they're I think they're planning on coming.
0: Let's
3: well, hope so. That's
1: good.
0: So Sandra is, is notorious for holding babies, <laughs> mm-hmm. new babies, see, around babies, around the right. church here, and and. Uh, she actually stole a baby from me a couple mm-hmm. months ago. I was holding, a, a ba- actually, Ryan's niece huh. and uh, was holding her, and Sandra gave me about 10 minutes, and she said, <laughs> that's enough. I'll take her back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, about right. <laughs> I, I got one up on her. I, I have held baby Navy. <laughs> <laughs> baby Navy. Navy. Okay. So, but uh, today, speaking of children and babies and all that stuff, that's why we have these three lovely ladies here is to talk about kids, children. Whatever other names you may want to give them, but uh, <laughs> they are here to give some parenting advice, motherly advice, yes. and who knows what else. Uh, Stefano has some zingers he, he brought, he said. <laughs> uh, I, I do have some inside information that I'm going to throw out in oh a little goodness. bit. Oh, goodness. In a little oh, bit. Oh, not wow. yet. Oh, wow. That's frightening. That, that is frightening. We that are is. not ready for that yet, but... Uh,
1: <laughs> And our Uh, children might want you to scratch this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Some of your children
0: may have given me inside information. Dug deep. But I I think this was actually, this episode was Stefano's idea. Great idea to have uh, ladies here with all different age of children and get some uh, advice and stories, good times, bad times, from little babies, uh, all through adulthood. So maybe we can just start with tell how many children you have and kind of the age range. You don't have to give all of them necessarily, but okay. oldest and youngest. Or well, you can give all of them. It's, okay. it's up to you. All
1: right. I have four children. Do you want me to give their names or no? That's up to you. It's okay. and, uh, well, Ty's <laughs> just turned 23. Mia just turned 21. Krista just turned 19. And we say God surprised us for our 40th birthdays, <laughs> and Eli is nine.
0: <laughs> so 23 down to nine. That's right. 23, four kids, mm-hmm. 23 down to nine. Dana? I, I have, can't see Dana. Yes, that's a I little funny. Uh, no, okay. Normally we can see each other. That's
4: but true. That's okay. I'll leave No, you're I have, good, man. Uh, you're good. Brett, who is 15, about to start driving. Mm-hmm. Reese is 13. Channing is 10. And Neely is five. So we're five to 15.
0: Five to 15. Mm-hmm. Miss Ann?
5: Yeah, I just only have two. I don't know what happened. I, well, I do. Know what happened. I was so sick when I was pregnant, I said, this is it. <laughs> but I have two daughters, and one is in her late 30s, and the other in is in her early 40s.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: So you see her, she has two daughters. They're old enough she can't say their specific age. (laughs) I think
5: I probably could, but I don't want to get shot down by them. That's what I'm talking about. From
0: From their standpoint, they would not want you to give their age. And that's a, look, mom's always on top of it right there. Great example of that. So two kids, four kids. Stefano has two. I have two. two. And Sandra has four. Two, two seems to be the magic number here. <laughs> Ryan has two now. He does. Yeah, so. well,
5: four is pretty magic in my four. book. <laughs> <Four> is, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: pretty unbelievable.
5: Yes.
0: So all all of you have children, um, at least a little older in the teenage years. To this point. What has been maybe one of the hardest periods of mother? We're, we're going deep here early, and then we're going yes, to come back are. to some fun right, stuff. Right. You can't even warm up or anything. No, you just, no, no, jumping. These goodness. moms can—they're experienced. They are, uh, you know, four kids. There's nothing that throws you off. Hey, right. But uh, what maybe a hardest period of motherhood?
1: So I had always heard as my kids were getting older that middle school was rough, especially for girls. Um, It seemed like my girls sort of sailed through middle school, but high school was rough. So that kept me on my knees often.
0: Rough from like attitude points or dating or?
1: No, not um, necessarily even attitude, just um, helping them navigate friendships, good, right friendships. Um, Wanting more independence yeah from their parents um,
0: and we're gonna dana mentioned driving we talked about that a couple <laughs> weeks okay. ago with my daughter who's been driving for a year now and that ooh, it's, easy, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> easy but it's hard easy but it's hard anything else come to mind of maybe a hard time and how we didn't get into the how you dealt with it but we'll we'll come back to that maybe a, a, a hard time for you all Stefano, feel free. This—I mean—we want the ladies I to talk. I but if I something comes I mean, up, I'm feel free. Jump, I'm gonna let them answer. Yeah.
2: If anybody else wants to answer well, that, I'm gonna. Two smart gonna jump dads right over in. here. We I'm just gonna jump right in.
0: Two smart dads. We just sit in the back and let the ladies talk. Yes. Age 13.
5: thirteen.
0: Thirteen
5: was it? Was was the di- most difficult part? Uh, unless you add in, which for me, I add in difficulties when they're adults. Right. There's mm-hmm. there's. That's a whole new ball game, but
0: uh well, that's something we want to talk to, yeah, and why we right. have Stefano had the great insight of having yes. mothers here with children of many different ages from how old do you like nine nine how five, old? five. five. so five yeah. up to early forties yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> but yeah uh middle school was was hard for me with our girls um but uh, I learned a lot as, you know, being a mother. I learned to major on the majors and not on the minors. Mm-hmm. And I learned what some of the minors were. Just throw those out. They're not important. Let it go. Let a clean room, mm-hmm. let it
1: go.
3: Yes, I learned that
5: too. Uh, <laughs> hairstyles, let it go. Those are not majors. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I did learn something from that difficult time.
3: But those
2: are They great. came
5: back. I mean, like 10 years for our family, they were a breeze. Wow. Later, team, yeah.
4: The preschool years are hard physically. Mm-hmm. You're doing everything for them. So you're physically drained every day. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm basically out of those years, and I am, I've had two boys come through most of middle school, those are tough years. I don't know if the hormones are just like, you know. And they're—they don't really even understand what they're feeling and how to verbalize what they're feeling. They just know they're feeling differently, I'm sure. And so those are some t- difficult times. They're feeling bigger, you know. And I need to recognize that. And um, it's a different kind of hard when you get to middle school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more of a a mental and mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. hard where those early years are a physical. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of hard. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't it a little funny how none of us went through any of that when we were kids? Right. Everything was <laughs> great. We were all we were of our perfect kids perfect have these issues. Year <laughs> yeah. it, was. Yeah. it was,
2: it was. Yeah. Um, advice that you would give to, like, just one piece of advice that you would give to, like, a new mom?
1: Like, for which age? Like, for the baby age or?
2: Baby age, Just just raising, just kid number one. Kid number just one. Just got here just got here what would you
1: i'd say hold it as as much as it needs you know you'll hear um you hear all kinds of parenting tips and some say you know oh you gotta lay them down you gotta lay them down let
0: Let them them, cry it out (laughs) yeah right right.
1: (laughs) but um that time's really short you know once they once they get a little older six months or so you can start you know laying <laughs> they love to be held, so <laughs> yes, that's that's a big part of a mama's job.
0: I remember when Ashlyn, our our first our oldest, was born. When they're real little, you know, you but mm-hmm. then as soon as they start, you know, they're a month, two months old, and start moving mm-hmm. around, and so, let's get them walking, let's get them crawling, <laughs> and then as soon as they start walking across, you know, come here, let me hold you, sit down, <laughs> like stop mm-hmm. moving. But yeah, it's funny how we try and rush those mm-hmm. things because everything's a competition. Well, my baby walked it. You know, <laughs> 10 months old and all that. But, yeah, you just I, hold them, hold them, hold them.
4: Well, on piggybacking with that, part of my thought would be just don't wish it away, even mm-hmm. the hard times, because they are such short phases, and they're terrible sometimes when you're in the middle of them. Yeah. But to wish them away, and then you're through it, and then you're kind of mm-hmm. sad, you want to go back, maybe relive it, and you can't. Mm-hmm. So as hard mm-hmm. as it is, don't wish
5: it away. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My advice would be pray way more than mm-hmm. you think you need to pray. Mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. pray, pray, mm-hmm. pray. And one of my little phrases is you need to parent on your knees. Mm-hmm. Parent on your knees. That's, a, if, that's if if
0: two good ones she's given us already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: She's good. She's that's right. Yes, she's full
0: of them. All the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> all the good ones.
1: <laughs> and I amen yeah.
5: all that <laughs> too. You know, yeah. Major yeah. on the majors and not on the minors. And parent on your knees. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's something that I have not been good at because Grant is four, and just like you said, I've caught myself kind of saying, man, can't wait till he's like ten, mm-hmm. and I've caught myself saying that, and going back i I know that it won't last forever, no matter how yeah, rough mm-hmm. it is, but I've mm-hmm. caught myself trying not to wish away these mm-hmm. these times, so. yeah,
0: we talked about that a couple weeks ago, too, Carter. This past summer was the last time we'll be on the field together as mm-hmm. a coach, player, father, son. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, it's, I enjoy sitting in the stands watching just, as, but, yeah, it's hadn't hit me yet, mm-hmm. but I know it will. If, man, I want to mm-hmm. be back on the field, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't wish it away. All let right, right, let's uh, – let's Man, we started heavy. Just 13 minutes in, we're we're <laughs> yes. cranking. Right. Let's uh You're gonna let's go back up a little now? bit. Yeah, You're go in reverse order. Whoo, take a deep breath for okay. a second. Take a deep breath. All right. Anybody have picky eaters? Any of your kids picky eaters? Yes. Uh, we got a One. couple of yeses and a no. How do you handle that? What did you do with a picky eater? How picky are they? I guess. And may, did you let them eat whatever they want? Did you try and force feed? How how do you handle a picky eater?
1: I can remember when mine were all younger, when we would be sitting around the table, they really didn't like milk, and I'm talking about, like, upper elementary age, maybe, and so I would would say, okay, I'm going to pour a half a glass of milk, and you've got to drink that, and then you can have some juice or water, so, you know, and, um, but. I haven't done that with Eli though. So <laughs> <laughs> it was easier when they were all sort of uh, the same age. Yeah. Yes, yes.
0: What's the difference between Eli and Krista? Uh,
1: she was uh, nine. She was nine. nine.
4: Mm-hmm. No, I did not Who let mine eat whatever anymore. they were. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They can eat what I fixed, or they cannot eat. <laughs>
1: Old-school that mentality. Harsh, no, that's,
5: that's not, what I grew up yeah. with. Way to go, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. No.
0: So we, yeah, we have a picky eater in our family, not in our household, but in our family, and just doesn't eat uh, much of anything. Uh, but, the, I mean, they'll let them eat candy or what, it, just to get them some calories, just, not, you know. I say candy, it's like... Uh, I don't, like some muffin, like the little pack of muffins mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. You know, something mm-hmm. sweet like mm-hmm. that just to get mm-hmm. him to eat. Mm-hmm. He's like, he hadn't eaten all day. Let him eat whatever whatever he picks out kind of mm-hmm. thing. But we were, here's what, you, we didn't have picky eater. Our kids ate and ate well. But I'm always, there's so many different tactics people take of mm-hmm. a picky eater. What do you do? With, I mean, Grant's kind of picky, Grant's right? Grant's
2: really picky. But, I mean, he's he's got a certain set of things that he can eat. We just get. Tired of feeding him the same thing, I guess, yeah. all the time. So we try to, and we, I guess he'll come out of it. So he eats, but it's just us being selfish that, why don't you try this?
0: You give him the hamburger sandwich routine yet? No,
2: no, he still doesn't like sandwiches. So
0: Grant likes hamburgers, but not he sandwiches. He so so only I, like, I told him next time he gets a hamburger, tell him it's a hamburger sandwich <laughs> and see if that opens up well, the sandwich world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter and jellies, no. Grilled cheese every once in a while.
1: Yeah, but Eli doesn't burgers. like sandwiches either. He yeah. doesn't like sandwiches really. either, so that's tough mm-hmm. for school. Tough yeah, for lunch. So to mm-hmm. pack for yeah. school. He does like apples, thankfully. Yeah. He likes yogurt, yeah. you know. But, yeah.
2: um, was he doesn't like chicken.
0: Well, That's hard. Who, Grant? Don't no. Grant doesn't like chicken?
2: Doesn't like, like chicken nuggets or anything. He'll grow out of it, I guess. He's surviving. He's <laughs> yeah. A, He's healthy. <laughs> He's I got know. plenty He's of right. energy. I know that. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Whatever he
0: eats is working. <laughs> I guess so. I <laughs> guess so.
2: What are ways that dads can support moms throughout, like, parenting and throughout the years? No, no specific age, but what are some ways that, that dads can support
0: moms more? Are you saying go ask your mom? Isn't cutting it? <laughs> it's probably no. That's not. That's the opposite. It's probably not the best. <laughs> That's the opposite. Well, I do.
1: I do know. I, I have a little example. Um, when the kids would bring home their weekly folders of their graded work, I would go through them. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm home when they get home from school or whatever. And um, when Dennis would get home, I would have him sit down with them and talk through their homework also and um hearing um correction from mama is one thing but hearing correction from a dad means a lot too you know so um for the dads Mm -hmm. just to stay involved Mm -hmm. with whatever the kids are involved in too you know Mm -hmm. yeah go ahead (laughs) okay
5: (laughs) Uh, uh one way that um Rick was always very supportive and I loved was he did a devotional Mm. with our girls once they started school and you know uh, they have to be at school at eight so uh, they had to sit and eat breakfast before he went to work and he always did a devotional while they were eating breakfast with them Mm. and it was all him I was just in the back I was just back in the kitchen you know cooking and, or doing whatever. And uh, and he did that. And I mean, for years, for several years, the girls would sit there and eat and listen to him. And he would he'd be reading the devotional and praying with them. And their heads were down like this, like, okay, I know I've got to sit here <laughs> and listen to this. And I'm not really very happy about it. But then eventually, as they got to be teenagers, their heads started going up. And it was so great to see that, mm-hmm. and and they started. You could tell their hearts were engaged. Eventually, <laughs> and uh, but he and I mean, morning after morning, because it and it was discouraging for Rick because they had their heads buried in their l- breakfast, and and that's discouraging. Yeah, but he did it anyway, and um, I was always so proud of him that he never gave up he didn't Mm -hmm. give up on that Mm -hmm. and uh and i don't know uh the lord has i mean they're they're both you know following christ Mm -hmm. today so Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was probably part of that Mm -hmm. i don't know you know but yeah i loved that
0: Dana, did you have something to add well, on to I that? Well, I was no?
4: just going to take this second to brag on Jason, because he is so mm-hmm. involved with our kids. Mm-hmm. He he meets each of them where they are, from mm-hmm. baseball to driving to baby dolls and playing school and everywhere in between. He is fabulous at engaging with our kids. And, and in turn, I mean, that frees me up then to, you know, mm-hmm. take on dinner without interruption and it's smoother and... Um, just different things like that. He is so good. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to brag on Mm -hmm. him. That's great, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Going back a little bit to something you said of, you know, Dennis is involved after he comes Mm -hmm. home. I heard somebody talk about one time of uh, parenting, and, and they said, you know, the dad was the discipliner when he got home, so it was just, all right, here's what Little Timmy did today, you got to get on him because, of, you know, the mom would tell him, he did this, go get him, kind of thing. And the dad was like, I don't want to just be mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to come in and let's mm-hmm. just play mm-hmm. or let's, mm-hmm. l- you know, let's do what it, go over homework mm-hmm. or I don't want to come mm-hmm. in and, okay, you're in trouble because mm-hmm. dad's home now. Mm-hmm. Did you all... Split discipline, or what? did one of you take more of an active discipliner? Is that a real word? <laughs> We're going to use it. We're going <laughs> to yeah. use it. Yeah. Yeah. Disciplinarian. No, that sounds right. <laughs> discipliner. Discipliner.
1: I like that. That's a Tennessee word. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. in the South. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Disciplinarian. How, how did you all divide that, or how do you divide that?
1: We share it, but my kids and Dennis would probably tell you I'm more of the discipline giver. however you say that, disciplinarian. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah. Um, Yes. I mean, he does. And I think children need both.
0: Right. Absolutely, yeah. It's got to have a balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Mm Kind of fall into that same category. I mean, we're home with them Mm -hmm. during the day or even those hours after school uh, before the dad gets home. So I think it's natural Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. to do more. Right. But... Mm -hmm. um, It's a team effort. Mm -hmm. Needs to be definitely. Needs to be need to be on the same page Mm -hmm. for sure.
5: I'm glad we're beyond those years. (laughs) 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 I'm jealous. (laughs) You know, you're you're gonna be glad you get this. Yeah, but we yeah we shared it pretty much.
0: Would anybody throw a football at one of your kids if you were mad at them? Maybe in a discipline scenario or something.
1: I knew this was gonna come up. (laughs) I I knew this was gonna come up. It was a it was a small styrofoam. Oh, yes. You oh, got ratted out. Upset. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, that was some yes. of your digging that did. But he liked. I didn't even
0: dig. This was offered up freely. <laughs> I'm sure.
1: But he, was, he liked to play football, so there was one handy. And, um, yes, I, <laughs> so, I um, was not um, – Quick to listen, slow to speak. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <Right>. Quick, <laughs> it, if quick we, to throw, it looks yeah. like quick to right, throw. Right. For,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. if you haven't caught on, Sandra did this. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, so her son Ty, the oldest, the original baby, who uh-huh. is not a baby anymore, no, just, just got, got married. married mm-hmm. So but uh I'm gonna give his side of the story.
2: There's two sides okay. always. I mean, look at okay. hey, that's a lot of info. That's so, a lot of uh, info. Yes.
0: According to Ty, he and his two sisters, me and Krista, were cleaning <laughs> and Sandra was getting on to the girls for something. Ty didn't know what it was, but Ty had finished his chores. All he had left was to dust. And he did not like to dust, so he saved that to the end. And he went to ask his mom, Sandra, something. And he said, as I was walking over there, there was a football. So I picked it up, and I'm playing with the football while she's yelling at the girls. I wanted (laughs) her to finish that part. (laughs) She finished. I thought I was safe. I asked her a question. And before I asked a question, like once she stopped with the girl, I set the football down to ask my question. And I guess she was still mad at that this is a quote. I guess she was still mad at them because instead of answering the question, she picked up the football and threw a missile right at me from about three feet away and then started yelling at all of us for some reason. So I can't remember it what that reason to was. to the best of us. Right, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I can't remember why because I was so shocked she had just hit me with the football. <laughs>
1: That's a lot of detail. I don't remember uh, any uh, of yeah. that <laughs> detail there. I don't remember any of that. But. Well, I was
5: amazed this afternoon. I was talking to Becca about I, you know, She knew, yeah. knew I was coming in. And she told me some stuff. I said, I did not do that. <laughs> she, yes, you yeah, did. Yeah.
3: So
0: yeah. next time we need to have the children yes, we need on to tell us. this, right. yes, this
2: right. leads into a perfect, yeah. perfect episode. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna have some great
0: advice from these lovely mothers. Yeah. Yeah. But then we're Smile. gonna bring the kid, yeah. the kids yeah. on, and yeah. tell you real story <laughs>
2: right. they will be a definite story time.
0: They but, are. Uh, they have great advice. Now here's how they got yes. to that advice. Yes. So. You Sa- Sa- Sandra's entire family, all of her children are very athletic. Now we know where they got it right. from. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They learned to throw Scars that at football the top. early. Yes, at the top. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they will make you think I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde if you have them on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yes.
0: Did you all find out your first child, the first time you were pregnant, did you find out if it was a boy or girl before having it or no?
1: No. I didn't with any of my four.
0: No? Surprise on all 4 mm-hmm.
1: And nice. since the kids were, the three were older, when Eli was coming along, they were so mad. They wanted to know <laughs> what he was, and we did not, did not find out.
0: Was Ty more anxious or not, thinking he may be the only boy?
1: Well, he had prayed for several years for that he wanted a baby brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so that's a big story. Did you want me to tell that story? Absolutely. Yeah, good good story. Well, so (laughs) when he was probably about nine, he really wanted a baby brother. So he started praying every day, more than once a day, for about six months that I would have another baby. And Krista, so Krista would have been about five at the time. And, um, We had been trying for a few years, for about three years, to have a fourth one, and we couldn't. So I I said, Ty, we'll just have to be content with how God's made our family. So um, he had been, uh, yeah, like I said, praying, praying, I mean, morning, noon, night, you know, all the time. (laughs) So um, during that six-month time, that he was praying, he woke up one morning and he said, Mama, I had a dream that you had another baby and it was a boy. And we named him Eli Nathaniel Dean because his initials are E-N-D and that's the end for us. <laughs> so, um, so I said, Very specific. Well, exactly. <laughs> so I said, oh, okay. I said, well, Eli, that goes with Ty, Mia Krista. that could be a doable name, you know, <laughs> yeah. if we had another one to the family. And, um, they we, at the time, since the girls were still so little, we had those little magnets, those alphabet magnets that you could put on the refrigerator, and they would spell that name Eli Nathaniel, is- you know, <laughs> out with those magnets. So, um, so then about three years later, I find out I'm expecting, and a uh, said, There's no way it'll be a boy, his dream can't come true, you know. <laughs> uh, but sure enough, uh, Eli Nathaniel Dean was born. Oh. so um, yeah, yeah, that's great. So, that's a great yeah, story That yeah. yeah, yeah. is great. But uh, but during while I was <laughs> expecting, Ty said he had another dream that Dennis had to help deliver the baby in the McDonald's play area. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, uh, we will not go to McDonald's <laughs> until after this baby is born. So yeah yes yeah, yeah. oh no. But I also, and this will be the last part of that, but I also, mm-hmm. right before the baby was born, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, so I looked up what Eli and Nathaniel meant. I just Googled, you know how they give you what names mean, and Eli means high. He was the high priest when Hannah prayed for Samuel, and Nathaniel means gift of God. So Eli Nathaniel means high gift of God, <laughs> which they're all high gifts of God. Though, <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Dana, we'll let you go last because you got a unique situation. Yes, I do. Did, did you find out, Anne, if it was a boy oh, or that, girl? Uh, or now remember <laughs> when my kids were born—yeah, thirty-something and forty-something years <laughs> ago. Yes, yeah. so
5: there was no way to know.
0: Was it? Did they offer that at all, or was it very um, irreliable?
5: Did, ir- they, ir- they didn't with Laurel. There wasn't any. The technology wasn't even there uh, with Becca uh, at my five-month. Uh, went in for an ultrasound there was a possibility but the technology was bad enough that they couldn't figure it out by looking they couldn't see, couldn't tell so no I didn't know
0: I'm making up words left and right irreliable, unreliable
2: (laughs) (laughs) I a little
0: nervous? I, man, uh, I guess so. It's a lot of pressure in here. It we is a in lot in of pressure. pressure. <laughs> yeah. I
1: was
2: thinking the same thing whenever yeah. we started. Was, no
1: pressure, guys. Oh, my goodness. We've <laughs> never we're, had three ladies. We're the ones oh. under pressure. <laughs> no, 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 Y'all are giving
2: it out. It's,
3: yeah. it's,
0: it's my tough goodness. in here tonight. <laughs> just, just make up words when all this fails. Sorry. <laughs> you can edit that out. No, it's staying in. <laughs> all right. Now, Dana, you all have a unique situation. Can you tell what Jason, your husband, does? For he a living
4: is a sonographer, so <laughs> we could see as many times as we wanted to what the gender and you
0: was. all you all knew extra or earlier than most people who yes. have to go to the doctor and
4: yes we were able to find out closer to about sixteen weeks definitively um, most of those scans were at home because he does mobile ultrasound so. He brings his machine home every night. It's just in his car, so I just found out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and I could I could name probably twenty ladies in this church that he has scanned yes, right, to sure. tell them what they're having before they ha- so they have to wait to go to the doctor. Yep.
0: Did y'all find out? Oh yeah, both of ours. Dana's my sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> my sister-in-law so yeah. I mean, I know so yeah, you have so not yeah. everybody knows that. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. right.
2: I didn't say it in the beginning, but yeah. my lovely sister-in-law. So yes. We found out early, both of ours.
4: I will say we did not find out with our last one. Really, mm-hmm. we did not. It was mm-hmm. something Silly. different, wow. and we won't go down that road. But I'd had a lot of ups <laughs> and downs. Had lost four babies and had three at the time, and so I just kind of didn't really enjoy that last pregnancy because I was a little nervous and. Um, I just kind of almost stiff-armed the pregnancy, so to speak. I just almost acted like it wasn't happening. So I thought if I don't find out the gender, it's not happening. And so we were surprised, which was a lot of fun, I will (laughs) say. I mean, it was a different take on it. But God brought us through all that. Now we have our four.
0: We were not going to find out with Ashlyn. We were doing the 20-week ultrasound, whatever it was, and we had told the lady, we don't want to know. And she's going through. We're almost done. And she types on the screen, it's a girl, and like 30 exclamation points. Oh. Like right there where we could. She's like, I'm going to take this picture for you guys. And she took the picture and typed up. And it was me and Christy and my mother-in-law. And my mother-in-law just looks at the lady and is like, did they want to know that? Because we had told her like three, four times uh, that the, we don't want to know. We don't want to. I wonder what just, happened. We don't and, and I think she just forgot, yeah. you know, because it was 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was, <laughs> until <laughs> the <laughs> end, and she's like, "I'll take some pictures for you guys." And she, it's a girl, and we're like, "Well, well nothing <laughs> we can do now." <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I'm sure it. the majority it,
4: do find out. So yeah. the yeah. rare occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that lady!
0: You could tell she she never said another Not word. Sure. No. She <laughs> felt <laughs> horrible. She she just wanted to get out of there because yeah. yeah. so, she knew she what she did, and she. So I don't
4: think Jason's ever done that. <laughs> let me
0: out. That was, I kind of felt bad for her, but you know, yeah. at the same time, you're like, come on. It's mm-hmm. yeah. this is your job. You should know.
1: <laughs> don't it is neat um, with all four of ours. So when the baby was born, Dennis was able to say, oh, well, it's, you know, we would pick out a boy name and a girl name, you know, before we went to the hospital. And so. Dennis told me what we were having, (laughs) or what it was, you know, so that was good,
0: yeah. Was picking names hard? When we, when Christy was pregnant, I remember, I was like, pick a name for a baby, because you know, you would hear as I was growing up or whatever, oh, we're trying to find a name for the, name it, it's a baby, pick a name, but when I was in that, we went back and forth forever trying to find a name and whittle it down, well, I like this one, but do I just like it for today or do I like it for a lifetime kind of mm-hmm. thing? Did anybody struggle with names or do you have family names? Did your kids have unique names?
4: my name, do Yeah, that was <laughs> easy. Yeah. But, that was really easy. But everybody said,
1: um, if it's not a boy, then it has to have initials E N D. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, but that made it easier because I, that narrowed it, it down, down, you yeah. know? So yeah. yes. Yeah. I
5: well. dreamed Laurel's name, Laurel mm. Elizabeth. Um, and, I mean, I woke up that morning I thought, that's it. And it was Laurel with an A instead of an E. And, of course, that's been the bane of her existence. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever spelled her name right. Uh, but uh, I, it was, I just knew it. That was it. But I didn't know if it was a girl or not. I we had boy names picked out because you had to mm. back then. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: You, to, you know.
5: And Rebecca Jane is, my, Jane is my sister's name, and that's, so she was named. Uh, her middle name is my sister, but Rebecca's just. And I wanted, you know, somebody's asked me. Several people have asked me through the years, "How come you didn't spell Rebecca like the biblical Rebecca?" I said, "Because I messed up with my first <laughs> daughter's name. <laughs> I don't want my second daughter to also have a name that nobody spells right ever. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so it's just the normal Rebecca spelling.
0: <laughs> did y'all? How did y'all come up with it?
2: We didn't. We didn't really struggle with our we we it was pretty definitive. We liked Amelia and and Grant. If if Grant was a girl, we might have had different opinion because Lori really 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 liked the name like Stella, and I didn't. Stella. Uh, yeah, if it was gonna be if Grant was gonna be a girl, and I didn't really I didn't really like the name Stella.
0: Not a lot I, of Stellas running I around. I know. I know. It's <laughs> one,
2: but. She always loved that name for whatever reason. Not over Amelia. But
0: Isn't that a like a? Is there a musical or a movie or there's something? A there's a book. Stella got
2: it. her. Stella got her. No,
0: no, not that. that That's no. what I always a, think a Stella of. Stella
1: Luna. It's what the kids are yeah, in elementary so, school. So yeah. she
2: loved yeah. that. She loved that name, but I wasn't a fan. So. Grant was a boy, so it was good. It worked out.
0: Yeah. I just know there's a skit in the Seinfeld TV show when they're like, Stella. <laughs> I didn't know if that was, like, based in something else. It's an
5: old movie or something. I think yeah. I remember something in, in an old play or an old
1: movie. Ty would tell you this story about Krista's name. So Krista, our third one, he was a few months shy of being four when she was born. And um, we had picked out Emma. She was going to be Emma. But we had trouble coming up with a girl name. And so um, during our trouble trying to find a name, Dennis had a a wonderful aunt that passed away from breast cancer named Christine. So Dennis said, what about Christine? And I said, well, Ty, Mia, and Christine, that's just too long. We can't do Christine. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was telling, I think it was actually Rebecca Powell here, I was telling her one Wednesday night about our dilemma And she said, well, what about, you could shorten it to Krista, you could still spell it Christ with an A, um, you know, and call her Krista. But we still had decided on Emma, like when we got to the hospital, she was going to be Emma. So that's what we were telling Ty and Mia. And uh, then when she was born, Dennis said, she's not an Emma. I was like, that's not the time to tell me (laughs) that that's that's not the right name, you know. (laughs) So... um, so since, thankfully, a couple of weeks before she was born, Rebecca and I had that conversation. So we were like, what about Krista? You know, we'd already talked about it a little bit. So we said, yeah, we'll do Krista Christ with an A, Krista. And so we got home from the hospital with her, and Ty said, what happened to Emma? He thought that, <laughs> some, that we got <laughs> the wrong baby. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, That's cute. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Dana and
4: Jason have. We've used some family names. Brett's middle name is Allen, which is Jason's. Oh, yeah. That's another. That's just a weird (laughs) thing we got (laughs) ourselves into. That's what we're here for. (laughs) I'll give you some weird. It's not weird. Reese's middle name is William after my grandfather. And then our last one, Neely, is my maiden name. But after we named Brett, Brett Allen, which is A-L-L-E-N, and Morrow, we realized he had double letters in his first middle and last name. So that we decided to run with. (laughs) So we pigeonholed ourselves quite a bit, but we continue that on with all four of our children.
5: Wow. I never
4: (laughs) realized (laughs) that. So Reese, William, Channing, Brooke, and Neely Wynn, which is W-Y-N-N-E. So it made it a little easier Mm -hmm. because it eliminated a lot of Mm -hmm. names. (laughs) Also a little challenging, but kind of fun and quirky. I know.
0: Well, I mean... One or two, okay, we got this. Maybe a third but when you get on number four, <laughs> you're
4: ooh. yes. Impressive. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. We named at, we had been floating names back and forth and you know, we had a list and marking them off, adding all the but Ashlyn was born three weeks early and we had not picked a name yet. So we picked in the delivery room oh. her name and when Christy was pregnant with Carter we narrowed the name we did find out he was a boy we're like go ahead and tell us we might as well (laughs) know but we had names picked early for him just in case she went into labor early and she did four and a half weeks early so (laughs) but uh yeah
2: what is something that you it's okay to brag about yourself because y'all are all three Great moms. We do it
0: all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. And we, we make what up words and all kinds of silly stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is something that you can say that you did well as a mom and something that you wish that you would have done differently as a mom as far as, like, parenting goes?
1: Well, you did have a question that we looked at that said... Um,
0: he didn't. I did. Like okay. Uh, yes, Daniel. He, did. That's So this right, is Daniel this is did. a new question Daniel to him did, too. Yes. So. Okay. So
1: Daniel's question was something like, um, from your upbringing, your own up- upbringing. Did you do? Did you like some of the ways? What's something? What you, was that question? You didn't want to change, or yeah, something you'd want to do the same? Do the yeah, same. What's yes. something you okay. experienced yes. growing up yes. that you
0: absolutely wanted to keep yes. with your children, or absolutely wanted to so change? So that's so my answer yeah. will answer yeah, no, you, no, Stefano, from that too. So,
1: um, my parents were always very involved in my schooling and my sports. Um, anything that the school had going on. They were there, you know, whether it was a PTO meeting or a PTA back then, um, whether whatever kind of programs they had, you know, they were just always there and even would come, you know, eat lunch when they could, when they could take off work. Um, so so Dennis and I have done that as well. And that's been so great and beneficial, I think, because you get to know the classmates, They're friends, their peers, uh, the families. You get to know the parents of those children um, and the teachers, the staff. It's, that was just something good that I loved that my parents did, that awesome. we did too.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, that was something I would ch- wish I had done different. Mm-hmm. Or, or, mm-hmm. Um, well, so s- now that my older three, Krista, just went off to college. Um, I wish that we had had more um, dinners around the table. I wish we had all cooked more as a family. Um, in college, they've, they've started cooking a little more, so that's been <laughs> nice, you know. But um, part of that was due to them all being so close in age and involved in so much stuff we mm-hmm. just it was hard being home yeah. in the evenings and then we made it a priority to be at church twice a week too on top of all that so um but yeah i wish we had more home-cooked meals yeah. yes.
5: i think one of the things that uh i'm glad that i did and i feel pretty good about is um when my girls would get home from school in the afternoon. I made sure that I tried to make sure that everything that I was responsible for was done. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if I studied or if I had errands or whatever, when they Mm -hmm. got home, I was sort of theirs for a while. Before I, then I, you know, I had to go cook dinner eventually, Mm -hmm. but there was that, you know, a couple hours in between. And um, that's one thing I wanted to change that my mama didn't do. My mother... Uh, was a gift of service and she worked constantly at the house she was always in the kitchen and that was her love language but I wanted to listen to my children and I realized I'm just so thankful God showed me mm. they're not going to be here long one day they're not going to be here for you to listen to them and you better listen now and I often r- realized, too, that when, as they got to be teenagers, the time that they wanted to, me to listen to them was when I was almost out like a light. <laughs> They'd be gone, <laughs> and they wouldn't get home till after football games, late at night or something, and I was so tired. And I remember sitting up in the bed just going, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I remember doing that a lot, and I was determined to do that and um but the thing that I didn't do uh, the thing that I did that I wish I had not done is lose my temper with mm-hmm. them uh one especially she knows who it is <laughs> 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 and uh one one of my daughters ra- kind of raised herself and the other one uh and it was because part of it was because that daughter and I are so much alike yeah. And so she, we never had any struggles. My other daughter, we had a little more struggle with, and uh, I lost my temper with her way more than I wish. Yeah. I, I have one that way too. Yes, yeah, and I would feel the same <laughs> way. And uh, but the Lord has brought us to get. I mean, there we have a great relationship. She even told me mm-hmm. that, yes, Mama, we have a great relationship now. <laughs> and so, uh, so we got through it. But, yeah, I wish I had been more patient and tried to understand she's just different. Something that I'm kind of starting
4: to see the fruit of, and I have many years to go. I mean, I still have a five-year-old. But um, someone uh, someone told me, and I can't remember who. It may have been one of you, actually. I'm not sure. Uh, is to pray that God would reveal things to you mm-hmm. that you need to know about your kids. Mm-hmm. Because we're not with them all the time. And they're off and they're making decisions and they're having conversations or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I am seeing the fruit of that. And I'm so thankful. Um, just in different ways. You know, God is is bringing things to light for me that I need to know about. Mm-hmm. And they're not all terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good things too. But that's something that I'm thankful someone shared with me. That's and, uh, a blessing. It yeah. really mm-hmm. is. And I would encourage... Mm-hmm. All moms to pray that, because mm. um, it's it's a blessing to see. Because you know it's only Him that's doing that, and I wish I was a little slower to raise my voice. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm better now than I was five years ago. <laughs> a little slower to well, raise my thing. voice, you know. Yeah. I, I'm not not where I need to be, but I wish I was a little slower in those situations to stay a little calmer.
0: We're all nodding because we, we, yeah. we all think the exact <laughs> same thing. That's <laughs> every single household. <laughs> yes. Completely.
1: Yeah. Completely. Mm-hmm.
0: You want to chime in on any of that? No. Or you could, no, just going to let the a, mom speak? No, I'm soaking it all in. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm taking Well, and one of the
1: things notes. I'm so thankful for is that Jesus knew that we needed a helper, so he mm-hmm. left us a helper mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we all need help <laughs> in parenting, in mothering. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do
3: you...
0: And touched on this earlier with the devotion that Rick did with their girls during um, breakfast time, but what are some things that maybe you all did or do um, that help teach your kids about God? And maybe it's changed from what you did with your older kids to your younger kids.
1: Um, well, talking about devotions in the morning uh, with Ty, Mia, and Krista, we had a, um, we had 15 minute drive to school. Um, and so I had a devotion book, uh, in the car. And so one of them would read that devotion book every morning on the drive to school. And I cherished that. Um, and I pray that they did too. You know, I pray that, that there's fruit, you know, coming from that. Um, and I can remember, when they would all start driving themselves, how I missed that time. Mm -hmm. And so now with Eli, we have a four-minute drive to school, literally. (laughs) But it's the neatest thing. God put a little devotion book that takes four minutes, and it's so rich. Like, every day it's so rich. And um, not, I mean, he needs more than four minutes, and he gets more than four minutes. But I'm thankful that I found that little devotion book. I'm like, thank you, God, you know, so... um, and so, yeah. So we do that. Um, I think um, it's been important uh, for for the kids to be involved in whatever the church has to offer, um, you know. And I and I also have my older ones, especially, tried to instill in them that you don't go to church. To see what you get out of the church, you go to the church to see what you can give to the church, um, and just your presence is a lot. Just being there, being involved in what whatever's going on, um, is is big too.
5: I remember, um, you know, when when our girls were growing up, Rick went on a lot of mission trips, and those had a real impact upon the girls mm. and when they got old enough to go they've been on many they both have been on many mission trips and of course laurel went on one mission <laughs> trip where she <laughs> found her <laughs> husband So <laughs> that was a pretty that was a pretty good one but uh it, that made a big difference in them and i i redo and another thing i remember is i started taking uh preset bible studies that i now lead uh, when back, when Laurel, our first one, was four months old, and uh, they grew up with me. They don't know me any other way except, uh, you know, like during their nap times, and they were great nap
3: takers.
5: <laughs> praise <laughs> the yes. Lord until they went to kindergarten. That was my <laughs> study time, and there would be, I do have some of my first preset books where there's, they're scribbling mm-hmm. in my workbook.
0: Wow.
5: And... I I don't even remember that happening. I guess it was just common or something. I don't know, <laughs> but I have found it through the years. I have found it a couple of places, and um, they love the Word of God, and I don't know that that's the reason why, but that's probably contributes to the fact that we love God's Word, and, and they saw that, and so I'm hoping that that's
1: part of what. Oh, that's what I was going to say. He said, um, "When I saw that question, I was going to say um, it's Im- it's important for the mother to be growing in their relationship right. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. If we want our children to, for their relationship to grow in the Lord, it's so important for the mother." To
5: yeah, it, you know the scriptures tell us that we're to teach our children the commands of God, and we can't teach them if we don't know. Them. We, so, it's our responsibility for our children to know them first. I know as,
4: as a child, um, every morning before school, we would all be rushing out, but my dad would stop us at the back door and pray. And then every single night, the five of us gathered around in mine and Lori's bedroom, and we had our family devotions without fail. That was our morning, that was our night. Mm-hmm and I can't say I'm 100% on that with my own kids. I wish I was better. Um, We hit most mornings and or nights, uh, and with the different ages, they're going to bed at different Mm -hmm. times, and Mm -hmm. they're in different activities, but that was so instilled in me that I feel like it's missing when I don't do it with my kids, Mm -hmm. so I pray that my kids feel that one day, like, I feel like, oh, shoot, I sent them out of the door today and we didn't have even a prayer time mm-hmm. or I'll read to them while they're, I think I learned from y'all, I'll read to the, to the boys while they're mm-hmm. eating, mm-hmm. you know, from a little devotional right there mm-hmm. in the kitchen and mm-hmm. their heads are still down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 They'll come up soon. <laughs> yep, but, yep, yep. But I know they're hearing it. <laughs> I yes. do know they're hearing that's it. That's right. And, they do hear it. Um, And so I'm praying that the kids feel that one day with their kids, mm-hmm. that they feel like that's all I've Mm -hmm. ever done and I need to do Mm -hmm. better. I'm admitting that, but
1: that was, I'm thankful my parents instilled that in me for sure. Mm -hmm. You, Ann mentioned precept studies. I can remember this is a cute story. I'll tell on Mia real quick. Um, When Ty was in kindergarten, his kindergarten teacher, I didn't know at the time when I saw her name, I didn't know her married name, but I had actually worked with her in the past when I was in college So um, I kind of felt like I had a little bit of a relationship with her. Well, she was expecting when Ty had her in kindergarten and um, she had the baby and the baby had Down syndrome and they hadn't told anybody. They knew it was going to have Down syndrome, but they hadn't told anybody. And um, so God just impressed it on my heart since I knew her sort of before kindergarten um, that I needed to go to the hospital and so, um, so I went to the hospital. I wanted to read some scripture to her, just to encourage her, because it was a surprise to me. It wasn't to her, but it was a surprise to me. And so, um, as I was walking out the door, she knew I was involved with a moms and prayer group for the school, and she said, she said, Sandra, add to your list where Victoria will stay when I go back to work. This was October, and she was going to have to go back to work in January. So I said, okay, yes, thank you. You know, i had add that to our prayer request list or whatever through the school. And I got in that parking garage at the hospital, and I didn't hear an audible voice, but I heard God say, "You're going to be watching Victoria." Mm. And I was like, "What? Okay, <laughs> you know." Um, but um, so so anyway, and God had to had to work work in me you know to be on board with that because I didn't even know if she was going to have lots of disabilities you know or anything um it turned out she did not hardly just some delays um but anyway so I kept Victoria from Ty's kindergarten year through his second grade year so for three years and um And when Ty was, well, so Ty was six in kindergarten, so that would have meant Mia was four, and I was coming to precept with Mia and Krista and Victoria. Well, so one one, uh, Wednesday after Bible study, I was going to take Victoria to the school instead of her mama come to my house to pick her up. So I took her to the school, and they were having their little teachers' meeting, like the kindergarten teachers after school were all meeting in the classroom. And so I was um, just going to take Victoria into Miss Griffin, and she knew she was coming. And uh, Mia and Krista walked in there with me. And when I took her in there, I kind of peeked in the door, and Mia said, Mama, stop. You're going to interrupt their priest, their Bible study, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so I thought that was so cute. I was thankful that she recognized, you know, well, on Wednesdays we do Bible study. You know, Mama goes to Bible study class, so uh, yeah, I was I was I thought that was cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. that took a long time to tell that no, story. Sorry, <laughs> no, you're, you're we yeah. ramble way more than that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. What is something that you wish that either people without children or men knew about the pressure of being a mom?
4: I know for me, my brain does not turn off. (laughs) It is in constant motion times four, you know, like, (laughs) and then a husband and a family household. My brain does not stop. So... It's exhausting. Like mm-hmm. in that way, it's a mental exhaustion. It's just, especially when they're in school and activities, and you got to remember this is you wear red on this day and this practice <laughs> is this time, and you know all the different things. You know this meeting is this day, and it's just mentally a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what uh, where I'm going with that, but it's <laughs> just a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like our brains. I can't compartmentalize it. It's just all. It's just like a constant rolodex of just mm-hmm. things I need to do and remember and oh he needs that uniform for tomorrow so I've got to soak it tonight it's just, just like a constant thought of the next thing the next mm-hmm. thing and so
5: it's it's a lot mentally mm-hmm. I don't
4: sure.
0: think you have to go anywhere that that's it yeah
5: I think for me I think um, what I would say to someone who didn't know is you have no idea what it's like to have adult children it's harder in a lot of ways than having little children uh and you explained earlier you know like when your kids are little it's all it's mostly physical Mm -hmm. and it gets more emotional the older they get and and one thing that I have thought about ever since you asked about uh, me doing this is that you know uh, I've heard a lot of people say my uh, my adult children are my best friends uh, no <laughs> I, I don't agree with I, I mean that may be true but no that's not true in our family I'm their mama <laughs> yeah. and I and even yeah. though I have 30 and 40 year old kids They will always be my children. I will always be their mama. Now, we're close, but they have their best friends. Mm -hmm. I have my best friends, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not their, I mean, I'm their friend, but I'm their mama first. Mm -hmm. And being a mama or a daddy is uh, emotionally the hardest thing that most anybody could ever do. Because when, they, when things don't go right for your adult children, it hurts as much as, you know, you don't let go of that stuff. And uh, lots of times, adult problems are worse than children problems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they aren't, but a lot of times they are. And, uh, and so I, that's what I would want people to know is mm-hmm. that it doesn't get easier uh, in a lot of ways, being a parent, you're always the parent and it's going to grab your heart and they don't let go, you know,
0: my kids are not adults yet, but I can imagine that the problems are, you financial problems, job problems, home, pro- like they have bigger consequences Yes. than mm-hmm. when they're little, ki- little kid, little exactly. kid gets in trouble or whatever at school, maybe and well, that's a pretty temporary consequence, mm-hmm. but losing a job, a huge financial mm-hmm. hit, problem with their own children of some mm-hmm. ti- you know, that's, uh, the consequences are bigger yeah, and longer lasting. Yeah, that's a good
5: way to put it, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, with Ty just getting married and the way the market is and all, you know, um, three days before his wedding, he happened to total his car on the interstate, uh, everybody was okay, um, and it wasn't his fault, thankfully. but, um, <laughs> but um, so he's still looking for a vehicle, you know, and that's that's a big deal for a newly married couple, you know, to, to Dana referred to this um, a little bit earlier somehow, but um, Dennis would tell you he, he always remembers me saying this even before I had one child, I think. Um, that I, I've always said I would have a dozen of them if I could have kept up with them. And I didn't mean physically. I meant mentally and emotionally, you know, um, because that's that's a tough job, um, you do, know.
0: Do you all have a calendar, like a family calendar that you keep?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Color-coded. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't live <Yes>. without it. Because
0: <laughs> we, we have one. Th- we only have two kids, and our calendar is full. They're both involved in a lot of stuff. And to double that, whoo, uh, mm-hmm. that's... Crazy.
1: But I'm um, thinking about whether they're little or they're big or adults. I remember years ago, um, Anne I think, shared a verse, Lamentations 219, that says, Pour out your heart like water before the Lord for your children. Mm-hmm. And um, that is so important to live by. and And we really... Do have to live by that, mm-hmm. just to pour out our hearts before Him for our children, That's, no matter the age. Yeah.
5: That's mm-hmm. the one thing I, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier when you asked the question, Stefano. But uh, one thing I I'd, I wish I had done more of is pray. You and said we it. prayed. Okay. Did I say that? You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you did. See, well, I'm seventy years old. <laughs> I don't remember no, you're anything. Good. You're good. But keep I it. Keep yeah. it, yeah, we all but is, it. Say it is. I can't even. Yeah. I can't say it enough. We prayed a lot, but we needed to pray more.
1: Mm -hmm. I have um, been privileged to pray since Ty was in kindergarten at six, and now he's 23, and with all my kids, to pray, and a lot of it's been with Dana, too, but every Monday morning consistently uh, for the children in their schools, for their staff, with the other mothers, and that is. I'm just so thankful for that time. That's Mm -hmm. been such a blessing Mm -hmm. to be able to pray specifically each week. And obviously we pray every day, but um, with a group of mothers, that's Mm -hmm. been a blessing.
4: piece of advice, Ann, you gave. I'm not sure when. And it was kind of along the lines of major on the majors, minor on Mm -hmm. the minors. But you said, keep your words few. Because you found the more you talk, mm. or maybe not in your personal experience, but you'd learn that the more you talk, they're just going to tune you out. Mm. But if you can keep your words few, you, and you can probably say this a lot better than I'm saying it, they're more apt to listen to you. I mean, would you agree with that yes, and i've I've yes. tried to adopt that mm-hmm. since I learned that from you because I can That's him, yeah. I can pick, I can be on them, mm-hmm. I can you know nag or you I've had to back off and I'm trying to do better because some of the things are not a big deal,
5: and they just start going Psh. yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want them to
4: close mm-hmm. me off completely, so I've got to just pick and choose when to say what and how how much to say. <laughs> I thought that's been good advice, Ann. Thank mm-hmm, you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This is good. This is really good because I, I f- I'm realizing how much I fail.
1: No, no, no not at all. all <laughs> not at all. It's, it's, this is experience because, no, talking. No, no, that's a good one because
2: I uh, what you just said, because Grant is four and I can be sitting there talking to him and then I'm like, he's not getting anything. Else. Yeah. So You can
3: sort of see that's the a good, blank look. Yes, yes, he's
2: just staring, just just yeah. off. But what so about that puppy dog, Daddy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a butterfly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Stefano, yeah. that you just made me remember. I remember when Ty was two, we did a class here um, with I think it was James Dobson called "Bringing Up Boys," and um, I remember thinking, and we had invited some neighbors that had older boys, like upper elementary maybe even middle school they didn't go to church and they said they'd come we were so thankful and I can remember coming to church you know with them and thinking yeah I mean I'm glad I'm coming but Ty's only two I don't really need this class yet and I remember when I got to that class I was like I wish I'd had this before he was born you know (laughs) and so um, it's just uh, so important to um, Get direction from the Lord in every phase of parenting before they hit that phase, <laughs> sort of, you know.
0: Well, Miss Ann has been gracious enough to let us throw on her the cli- closing Bible verse. I cannot speak today. Oh my goodness, nerves.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, Miss Ann, please send us home with a Bible yes, verse.
5: Yes, this is from Proverbs twenty-two six. Train up a child according to his way. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Hmm. Train.
0: So we cannot say it any better than that. Make sure that you are parenting on your knees (laughs) and major on the majors, not on the minors. (laughs) We're going to close it out with that. So thank you all for listening. We hope that uh, you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And we will see you again next week. Just
1: that easy, ladies. <laughs> yep. It nice. wow. did go by pretty fast. It
0: right.
1: yeah. did, it did go by really fast.
2: Thank you all so much, yeah.
1: yeah. Stefano. Yeah. You said that, and I did mean to say it on there, but not, I mean, that matter. But, um, God, what you feel like you fell at, mm-hmm. God picks up those pieces, you know. Yes, that's right, that's right. Yes, 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 that's right.
0: Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel.